So there have been a couple of promising signs for Scott Morrison and his government of late, but always, uh, whenever things start to look up a little bit, there's a bit of undercutting or Malcolm Turnbull is back in the news and Malcolm Turnbull was back in the news this week. Uh, Some reports talking about his memoir being on the way and the fact that he's going to be naming and shaming the knifers, the people who brought him down. I would expect him to do that. Of course, he's going to write a memoir. Of course, he's going to have a go at his internal critics. But it's what he's doing in the meantime, I think, that's causing so much uh, anxiety within the government. I must add here, of course, 10 years ago, I did work for Malcolm Turnbull. Should put that on the record. But the critical thing here is the fact that he's spoken out in support of Julia Banks. Now, Julia Banks is a liberal traitor. She's a liberal turncoat. She's resigned from the Liberal Party down there in the seat of Chisholm in Melbourne. She's also not going to contest that seat, so she's betrayed those voters. She's going to go off and contest the seat of Flinders, which is currently held by the Health Minister, Greg Hunt. Now, remember, of course, when Malcolm Turnbull quit Parliament last year after being dumped as leader, he didn't lift a finger to help Dave Sharma, the Liberal candidate. He would not offer a letter or tweet or comment of endorsement for Dave Sharma to win that by-election, and Dave Sharma narrowly lost it. Yet, fast forward to now, this week, and you've got a Liberal traitor in Julia Banks running against a Liberal minister in Greg Hunt, and she gets an endorsement from the former Prime Minister. Julia Banks is an outstanding parliamentarian. Uh, She is a great she she came to parliament with um you know a life's experience uh as a as a lawyer in the business world you know she she is she is really an outstanding representative uh now she's explained why she left the liberal party and she's done so in her own words and i respect the decisions she's taken uh and i i believe that you know the people of flinders will have a very um stimulating contest John Ruddick is the author of Make the Liberal Party Great Again. He's working actively in the Liberal Party to reform it and try and get rid of some of the factional deal-making that goes on. He joins me on the line now. Hi, John. Good evening, Chris. Thanks for having me. With friends like the former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, uh, Scott Morrison hardly needs any enemies. Oh, well, look, he's, he's, he's a gift that keeps giving for pundits. Uh, but look, uh, it's, but it's unfortunately not a joke because we're coming up to a pretty important federal election. This federal election is not like the last time the Liberal Party lost government at a federal level in 2007 when we had all been tricked by Kevin and run into thinking that he was going to be just like John Howard. Now, Bill Shorten is running as though he's uh, Jeremy Corbyn down under. Well, this is one of the reasons I give Bill Shorten and Chris Bowen a lot of credit. They're not hiding a big taxing agenda. They're putting it out there up front. We know they're going to increase taxes, increase spending. They're a big government, big taxing party at the moment. I'm with you 100%. Not since Gough Whitlam in 1972. Gough Whitlam had an extremely detailed uh, policy agenda. And, you know, and, and, and the interesting thing about Gough Whitlam in 72 is he actually only won narrowly. Now... Uh, you're right. Most, most people, particularly most uh, parliamentary leaders, since at least fight back, have had a strategy of being a small target. 100% with you, Chris. Shorten deserves credit uh, for being for being right out there. Now, I think he thinks that's going to be a winner, but let's see. The very, very interesting thing this week, 
is that uh, we, we had the news poll last week showing 47.53. Some people said, OK, it's a bit of a blip, but that had been an improvement by about four points. Now, there was an essential poll two days ago, which barely got any, any attention. That essential poll said, and I think essential usually leaned a little bit left, essential was 48.52. Now, I am really waiting on the edge of my seat for the next poll. because Yeah, there'll be a news poll. Uh, news poll's the one that counts, and there'll be a new news poll late Sunday night, Monday morning. It will be interesting to see. If, uh, if there's oh, a continuation of that uh, trend, then a lot of people have been dismissing the coalition, especially the Canberra yeah. Press Gallery, will suddenly start to get nervous. But I want to get back to Malcolm Turnbull's role here because this really yeah. irks me, and I don't like to criticise him too harshly. As I mentioned to everybody, every time it comes up, I did used to work for him. But I happen to know Dave Sharma very well. I worked with him in in foreign affairs many years ago. He's an absolute quality individual, former ambassador yeah. to Israel, uh, and um, and he's exactly the sort of person you want to get into Parliament. Bloke who got mm. five twenties or six twenties in his HSC at a public high school, went off to study in in, in Cambridge. Just a first rate bloke. Uh, doesn't matter what party he was running for. You think our Parliament needs blokes like that in? Yet he was stiffed by Nat Malcolm Turnbull. Malcolm Turnbull did nothing to help him. In fact, you know, made sure he gave him no help at all to win Wentworth. And yet Julia Banks, who none of us had ever heard of until she bagged her own party, she had not troubled the scorers until she dissed her own party and betrayed her own voters. He's out there campaigning for her. Well, you know, with that Wentworth by-election, you know, um, it, it wasn't just silent. And, you know, if Malcolm had just done a little bit, it, and David Sharma only just lost in the end. He got 48.5% two-party preferred. So Malcolm only needed to do a little bit positive and Sharma would have won. But, in fact, about two days before the poll, uh, Malcolm Turnbull liked a pro-Karen Phelps tweet. So we know that he was 100% uh, wanting Dave Sharma to lose. He thought it was great. He's, and in that interview you played earlier with uh, when he got off the airport in Melbourne about Julia Banks, he used the word outstanding to describe her twice uh, within about 20 seconds. Okay. Now, this is my view of Malcolm. Um, now, we don't need your view of Malcolm, John, because um, um, there's a lot of views about Malcolm. What I want to know is what the Liberal Party is going to do about Malcolm Turnbull, because there have been some people right. suggesting they should uh, remove him the, from the party. Uh, they certainly can't get into arguments with him. Do they just try and ignore him? What do the Liberal Party do? Not just Scott Morrison. What does the party as an organisation do when this is going on? Okay, well, look, all my, in my heart, I would love to expel him, okay? But in my head, I do not want to expel him. Now, I think the, the first thing... Now, there's clear ground to expel him. No question about that, okay? Because They expelled Ross Cameron. Oh, that's right. They've, they've come close to expelling me a few times. That's right. And Ross was, Ross was saying good things. But anyway, they are... Um, I suspect what's going to happen is you have to renew your Liberal Party membership in about June, July each year. I don't think Malcolm's going to renew anyway. He's never really been that interested in the Liberal Party. He wanted to join the Labor Party in the 1990s. Now, I think in terms of your question, what do we do? If I was Scott Morrison, I, I, there's no great option here. Uh, I think that I actually think on this one, Morrison is, uh, is, is making the right calls, and that is try to ignore him and just hope he goes away. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, good I, luck. Good luck on that strategy. Thanks for your time, John. I've got to rush off. Okay, good on you, Chris. Thanks for having me.
Thanks for joining me. That was uh, John Ruddock, the author of uh, Make the Liberal Party Great Again. I have no doubt he's right that Scott Morrison needs to try to ignore Malcolm Turnbull, but I think that's going to be nigh on impossible.